0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Hope you guys are doing good, uh, getting along well. Hope you've got your uh, r- uh, rations ready to go, your Twix bars, your uh, box, your juice boxes, and your toilet paper or adult diapers if you need them. Uh, when we were in Asia uh, back in September um, on this trip with Pastor Rodney, we I was introduced to a bidet. I shouldn't even be talking about a bidet on this show. A bidet for the first time. And when I came back, I said, It's time to get a bidet. And my wife said, That's weird. Don't do that. And we didn't. And now when when they ran out of toilet paper, it was one of those I told you so moments. I just I just didn't take I just didn't say it. Cause as a husband, you give up the right to say I told you so. So I'm telling you so, but I didn't tell my wife so. <laughs> We're going to talk today about, uh, what do I do? What do I do? You know, for us as believers, um, there's a responsibility on us for for God's call in our life, for what God's entrusted to us. And for everyone, it's different. There's some people called to full-time ministry. I've known since I was just before I was eight years old, that I was called to preach the gospel. the uh, the The word that I received was that I would go to the... we were believing to come to the U.S. and and asking the Lord to come to the U.S. and the word that I received was, you'll go to the um, nations of the world. You'll even go to the United States of America, and you'll be a, um, a household name because of the uh, the anointing that's on your life, and you'll defeat the spirit that's trying to torment your family. So I have my I have my uh, my. Edict, my marching orders from the Lord, right? But there's people I hear that it's it's that's people listening that it's not a call to the ministry. It's a call to to what God has for you, and it may be business, it may be something different. But at this point in your life, no matter where you are, you know, with things like this, there's a lot of talk of, "Hey, did we just begin the tribulation?" I I, I don't believe we did. I believe it's been the end for a long time. Um, I believe we're, we're swiftly approaching the return of Christ. I think you can look at Bible prophecy and even just the nations that are coming together and begin to see those things. But no matter where you are in the call of God for your life, the question becomes, have you done what the Holy Spirit has told you to do? God wants you to have confidence before Him, but really that can only come from from having done what God told you to do. A number of years ago, the Lord put it on my heart um, as, a, as a daily discipline, to have a prayer time. And so that was really the, the one that stands out to me. Well, I mean, I guess it was before that it was studying the Word, but really having a daily prayer time where the Lord put on my heart to set aside 30 minutes a day uh, to, to pray, just to pray and only to pray. And I would come and I would close the door in my office and I would turn on worship music and I would pray. And I would start with praise and start with some, some worship and then I would pray. And it was time blocked out for that. But the Lord started bringing me on this journey of, of disciplines, things that he had told me to do, uh, where there was a time where every day I was, I was preaching the gospel to at least one person. I couldn't go to sleep if I hadn't preached the gospel to somebody. And it was just a, something the Lord brought me through. And there was, there was a time where once a week, uh, for, for over a year, um, actually quite a while, once a week, the Lord was having me uh, fast one day a week. And um, so I would make sure every week I was fasting one day a week. And so there were things the Lord brought me through. And that was for me. You hear of other people who Smith Wigglesworth would wake up and pray, I think it was four hours a day, and he would he had his routine. But there's something that the Lord brings you through. And so it's really a time of getting back to the basics. But what you need to be able to answer is wherever you are in the call of God is when something like this happens, um, uh, I heard my pastor, Pastor Rodney, say this. He said, when this happened... He said, I just knew in my heart that I'd done everything that the Holy Spirit told me to do, to prepare the church and to do what I was told to do, the 300 cities. And so that, that gives you an assurance before God. God, you, there, there can come this feeling of, have I done enough? Have I prepared? But ultimately, if you can answer, Lord, have I done, Holy Spirit, what you've told me to do? There's some scriptures in the New Testament. Jesus said in John 530, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father, which has sent me. That's such a key. You know, in and of ourselves, we don't have the power to help anybody, but 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 Jesus understood it's by the Holy Ghost. It's by the direction. If I just step out in human flesh and I just try to do my own thing, it's not going to get me anywhere. There's going to be no benefit. But if I do it by the will of God and I seek the will of God, it'll be a benefit John six sixty three says, "It is the Spirit that quickens; the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit and they are life." And so, for us, understanding that in our own flesh there's no profit. John five nineteen, then answered Jesus and said unto them, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son of Man can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do." For what things soever he does, those also the Son does likewise. John eight, twenty eight, then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. And so for us there's a dependence, there's a reliance on the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Jesus said, It's better for you that I go, because if I don't go, the Holy Spirit wouldn't come. And so for us as believers, no matter if you're in school, if you're in the workforce, if you're in the ministry, if you're training for the ministry, no matter where you find yourself is, have I been doing what God has called me to do? And if you have to sit there and say, you know, I really need to buckle down and I really need to start reading the word, or I need to take time in prayer. If the Lord is putting something on your heart, many people get robbed of a blessing from the Lord because they look at everything as like the Lord's just trying to get me to do something to prove my love. And there are things, the Bible says that giving is a proof of your love. There are things that God does. Obedience proves your love. But ultimately, God has blessing on the other side of everything um, that He requires you to do, that He asks of you. So if it's a thing of, well, I know I need to be winning souls, then now's the time. I'm telling you, there's no time to waste. If God's been putting on your heart to to have a greater time in the Word, more time in the Word, waking up earlier. I have people, man, that I talk to, and I would say, out of out of young people that I disciple, I would say fifty percent plus are talk about they can't wake up and and they have a tough time waking up to read the Bible. They oh, you know, I wake up but then I hit the snooze button seven times. It's like at some point you have to grow up and accept a responsibility that you're gonna stand before God and give an account for your life. For me, there's a weight off my shoulders right now, and you know I believe. I believe in one sense, things are going to be different moving forward because there's almost a a, a dosage of reality that hits for believers. I think I think the church needs time like times like these, trying times because it really makes it, it separates the wheat from the chaff. You know, a lot of people will look back and say, why was I so fearful at that thing? But it's because they didn't keep the Word of God burning in their hearts. So I believe the 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 church, the body of Christ, needs this sort of sort of a test to see where they stand. And many people uh, like it, says in uh, Gladiator, and I know there was, I think it was quoted in another book, but you've been tested and found found wanting, right? Um, uh, but God wants us to have a dependence on the Holy Spirit. So the question becomes, have you done what the Holy Spirit has told you to do? Or are you one of those that is now saying, man, I really, the Lord put it in my heart years ago to, to have a prayer time. The Lord put it in my heart to start soul winning. The Lord put it in my heart to start preparing The Lord knows what's ahead, and he's been giving instructions, yes, to the body of Christ as a whole, but individually to people. And so for us, it's a have we obeyed that voice of the Holy Spirit. And then what I want to talk to you about just as we finish up this podcast for today is how to hear the voice of God. I get this question from time to time, but people ask, how do you hear the voice of God? I want to hear the voice of God. And the Bible says, my sheep know my voice is in John 10 and a voice of a stranger they will not follow. So number one, you take that scripture as your as your um, confidence. Hey, the Bible says that I won't follow any other voice. I'm going to follow the word of God. I'm going to follow the, the, the voice of God. So I would say the number one way, if you're wanting to tune in the voice of God, number one way is through the word of God. Uh, before God speaks to you, uh, in the still small voice, before all those things, there needs to come a dedication to the word. It's really like tuning a radio station. You can, you can, if you've seen those old uh, radios, they would have like a dial on them, right? You would tune and you'd hear static, 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 and then you would clear crisp up, crisp up, and then you tune it in even more until you get right onto where that radio station is, and then it's coming through crystal clear. And so, for many people, they want to hear the voice of God, and they say they want to hear the voice of God. But the other noises are too loud. They haven't tuned out the world to tune into what God is saying. God is looking to speak. God is looking to give instruction. God is looking to give direction. I'm going to talk about those things specifically. but um, uh, but for us is, are we tuned in? So if you don't have a dedication to the word, you can't really expect to hear God's voice because the Word of God, Is God speaking to you? People say, does the Lord speak to you all the time? And I say, the Lord speaks to me every day because I read the Bible every day. I've never really been one that's looked for the Lord. If the Lord needs to speak to me, I believe my ear is tuned and I'm I'm gonna do what he's told me to do until he speaks again. I don't wake up every day and just sit in silence and say, Lord, speak to me because the Lord has given me instructions to do. I just do what I know to do. I have conversations with people that say, Yeah, you know, I was talking to the Lord and and he told me this, this, and this. And they lay out 45 minutes of what the Lord told them. And I'm like, are you just like sitting in your living room having a dialogue with the Lord? Like, is this an audible voice? Because I've never had that. And I honestly think when people expect that that's what they're hearing the voice of God is like, is that you just walk like you can walk with a friend and just, I mean, I can talk to the Lord, but the Lord isn't having full on full on conversations. And maybe there's people that's just way more spiritual out there than me that are having these things. But I think a lot of people, they they expect it to be this, oh, I'm having dialogue with the Lord. And he spoke to me for an hour and a half. It's like the Lord will give me one word. I, uh, or usually what it is, the Lord will have a scripture pop out at me. And then that's instruction for me. It's a scripture. Or there'll be one word that the Lord will put on my heart. And I just know this is what the Lord, the Lord's bringing me through a time. Or sometimes it's just a knowing on the inside. I just wake up and I don't hear a voice, but I just I just know. I need to fast today. And that's the Lord's instruction. And it's nothing more than just fast. Fast. That's the word, right? And then I just know. Fast. There's no, Lord, you know, can you explain to me in greater depth what you mean by fast? It's just fast. And the question is, do I do it or do I not do it? And most times it's just a knowing. There's just an impression that I get. I just need to I just need to do this. But before, I don't live my life off of impressions. I live my life off the Word of God. Many people go astray because, and I've seen this, and please hear me on this. I've had people that I've that I've discipled who gained a false confidence in the fact that they knew how to hear the voice of God, but and then they didn't need authority. And it's such a dangerous place because the voice of God will always lead you to authority. There'll never be a time where you're not under authority. And so, the, the amount of times that I've heard, the Lord, especially when it comes to marriage, oh, the Lord spoke to me, this is my wife, or this is the one I'm supposed to marry. And then they don't. And then six months later, they're, they're not even with that person anymore. You hear it so many times. And so, people have this idea of like, I know how to hear the voice of God. But then, when push comes to shove, a lot of times they, they don't. But if you do what God has told you to do, what's the last thing God told you to do? When I was seven, about to be eight, the Lord gave me a word that said, that told me what I would do with my life. I'd go to the nations of the world. I'd become a household name. On my 15th birthday, the Lord gave me a word through Pastor Rodney that said, study to show yourself approved. That was basically it. That was the one scripture, one scripture. And that carried me till I was almost uh, almost 28 or 30, close in there. And then uh really more recently, it was coming out of, it wasn't a word to say you're coming out of business and going into ministry. It was just something once we had decided that the Lord would begin to show us the future. And so I, I've lived most of my life on two words. My last major word was um, from the Lord was to study to show myself approved. And I'm kind of still living in that place now. I'm 33 now, still just Making sure I'm studying to show myself approved. And so for me, I remember getting that word and it didn't really change much for me. I was reading the word, but there came a point in my 20s where I was like, well, what has God told me to do? Let me go back to the last thing God said to me. And so we can't neglect the basics. You know, for us, having a word foundation, there's never a point in our life where we grow past the word. And so I remember from that word in my 20s just saying, I'm responsible to God for what he told me to do. And if I don't study the word, then I never get promoted. This is what he told me to do. He hasn't spoken to me in like for direction for my life since I was 15. So let me, let me just go back to this. And I started studying one, two, three days a week sometimes, and, and six, seven, eight hours a day just studying the word. Why? Because God said study. So out of, out of everything I need to do, study. That's number one. And so what has God instructed you to do? God looks to see, are you doing what he said? And then for you to assure your hearts before God. What did God told me to do? Am I doing it? You can sit confident, knowing, hey, God told me to do this. God told me to focus on school. God told me to focus on work. God told me, spoke to me about drawing closer to Him, spend time in His presence, and I'm doing exactly what He told me to do. I want to have confidence before God when times come that I that I've known I did everything that I could do. If if the time comes and 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 uh, and a a testing comes, a trial comes, I want to be able to assure my heart before God. And I know you do too. And I believe even by honoring the word and taking time to put the word of God in your heart, even through podcasts and through the Bible, you tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be hearing your voice. I I want to tune into your voice. So tune into the word, tune out other voices. And then even that scripture that you can begin to quote, Lord, my sheep know my voice. You said, my sheep know my voice and a voice of a stranger they won't follow. I believe in this time, the Lord will lead you and guide you perfectly and will show you uh, things to do. The Bible says, he that's perfect and knowledge is with us. Show you things to do and what not to do. And you'll be safe and not only safe, but you'll come out victorious in the name of Jesus. I love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next podcast.